Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome again to another Loving the Christ Life podcast. We're in the book of Romans with Warren Litzman as no one else can open these verses up like Warren and let us understand in a way that we can truly understand and makes it easy. Today is going to be a great podcast. Let's get right into it. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It's gospel broadcast time once again. I'm so glad you tuned in today, and I hope that you're helping me reach other people. There are people who need to know what a Christian is. They need to know what Christ is in human beings, how he lives in them and moves in them and has his will and way in human beings. Not in church, not in doctrine, not in the preacher, but in themselves. Every one of us was made a child of God by a new birth. That new birth is Christ in you, your hope of glory. I've been talking to you all this week about Romans 5, the one man. It's a glorious truth. Paul got it across to people unbelievably clear. Twelve times he says in this fifth chapter of Romans that there is a one man who cut us in the trouble. There is another one man who got us out of trouble. In other words, Adam was who got us into trouble. Now, he had some help. I mean, he had some royal help. He had the devil right there in the form of a serpent. He had a wife there that would just been created. He had a wife there who liked what the devil said, who thought, that they would do better eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and obeying God to leave that tree alone regardless. He had a lot of help. To this day, there's a lot of help for you to be full of the devil. A lot of help. Television is a great helper for people becoming full of the devil. Radio, songs, alcohol, drugs. You know it better than I do, probably. You probably live with those problems. Many of you do. Only Jesus can deliver you and help you out of those problems. But that's all people know in our world today. They got a lot of helpers. Sad to say, there ought to be a lot of helpers for Jesus Christ. Every church ought to be preaching the same gospel. Every preacher ought to be led by the same spirit. He ought to be using the same verses. He ought to be talking as if there's only two men. One was Adam. The other was Christ. Adam ruled on this earth till Christ died on the cross. And at the cross, he took over Satan's authority. And he made it possible for human beings to be joined to God's plan for their life through the person of Jesus Christ. You understand all that? 
better get it in your mind because we're getting close to the end. For Gentiles, this will be the end for us. The Jews are going to live on. Old Testament saints are going to be resurrected and they're going to rule and reign with Christ during the millennium. But time is short for the rest of us. Will you listen to me now? Time is short for Gentiles. Who is a Gentile? A Gentile is someone who is not birthed as a Jew. Not birthed as a Jew. That's a non-Gentile. So in this world, you're either a Jew or a Gentile. That's the only two people that God has on this earth. But there's a third group of people. That group of people have been born again. They've been rebirthed. You get it? They're not just had their life straightened out. They just not be one who went over here and heard this preacher, and he sure did help me. He sure did straighten me out. He may have talked about it, and hopefully he did. Hopefully he preached the gospel to them. But Jesus in them is what straightened out. See? Jesus didn't do it for us. He did it as us. Of course, Christ died for our sins. But where are our sins? In Him. In Him. We're in Him. That's how we got free of our sin. When He died, our sins died with Him. That's the gospel. So I come talking to you about these things. I could talk to you that I was a caring person. And I just want everybody to be nice and good. <laughs> That's not it. That's foolishness. That's not why I come talking to you. I come talking to you because it's this book. It's the Bible. It's Paul's message in this book that makes the difference. You can't mix it with any other part of the scriptures. You can't mix it even with the rest of the New Testament. You sure can't mix it with Jesus of Nazareth's ministry. They were all right, good in their place. But listen, God raised up a man, gave him the final gospel, gave him the final truth, and the final truth was, I'm not straightening out these people. I'm not correcting them. What I'm doing is putting a new life in them. I'm putting a new life in them. That's what salvation is. That's what the gospel is. That's what Christianity is. You can't call Christianity something else and be honest. And true. Oh, what a great message today from Warren Litzman. We'll be right back. want to remind you that everything you are hearing is direct from the Bible. Warren teaches direct from the Bible. It's all in there. Just go look for yourself and find it. It's been overlooked for so long, and Warren is bringing it out, and it's all been there right in front of us. It's all there. It's the In Christ message. Don't forget to visit our website, christ-life.org. Read all about us, read all about the In Christ message, and look at the bookstore for wonderful other teachings, books, videos, audio tapes, all of the things that Warren left us 
And such a blessing to have it at our fingertips. Christ-life.org. Now, back to Warren. A lot of people like to talk about having Christian churches. You can't have a Christian church without listening to Paul. He's the only one that lays down the truth about what the church is. He's the only one that lays down the truth of what a preacher is. He's the only one that helps people to come to the knowledge of what God is doing, not what man is doing, not what man accomplishes, but what God is doing. We are children of God by a rebirth, or we remain as children of Adam, for which there is nothing but death. The life is in the Son. He that hath the Son, Jesus, has life. And if you don't have Jesus as your life, you're not saved. You don't have salvation. You don't have hope. You're still in a hopeless stage and a worse stage. Multitudes of people would have been better to stay in their sin than to go to a religious group who does not preach Jesus Christ. They'd have been better off. But now they're all mixed up. Now they don't know which way to move, how to, how to get out of their problems. I'm thankful that every once in a while I get letters, emails, or phone calls from somebody who said, I heard you. I listened to you. I got into the scriptures. I saw who I was in Christ. And for the first time, I know who I am as God's birth child. That's what, that's what I'm doing. That's what it's up to me. Not to fill up a building with a bunch of people who don't know Christ as their life. And you don't want to use that statement flimsy-like. So many people do. Well, Christ is my life. I'm a Christian. If they don't know what it means, if they don't know that the old life of them died at the cross, if they don't understand how they got the new life in them by a miracle of God rebirthing you with his son, if they don't know that, if that's not preached to them, then they have nothing new. I'm always running into somebody and say, well, that preacher preaches a little bit of truth. He, he has a lot of good things to say. Baloney! That has nothing to do with it. What has to do with the gospel is that Christ is the new life of the believer. He is the only life of the believer. The believer may take it out of his hands. They may take it away from him. They may keep on doing their own senseless things. But if they believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, they are saved by grace. What does that mean? That means that when God saves somebody, he doesn't know whether or not they're going to love him, whether or not they're going to let Christ be there all in all, whether or not they're going to plan on coming to his house with a new life of Christ in them. See, all that follows. But first you must believe that Jesus on the cross did these things that you as a sinner were wrapped up in his body so that when Paul wrote about it, he could say, I was crucified 
with. Not by, but with Christ. How'd you get there, Paul? God placed my sin, my evil life inside of Jesus Christ. And when Christ died, that which was the old me died with it. The old me. The 19th verse of Romans 5 says, For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. What was the big sin in the Garden of Eden? Disobedience. Prior to that meeting where Adam and Eve and the devil, the snake, was present, God had talked to Adam and Eve Scripture said in the cool of the evening, he had talked to him and had told him what the plan was, what was going on. I don't know how he did it. He only had a few days there. Did he talk to Adam every day? Did he try to tell him something new every day? Or did he give it to him all at one time? I don't know. The Scripture doesn't say. But Adam only lived six to seven days before he committed the colossal sin of disobeying God. What is the biggest sin then? Disobedience. If a man knoweth to do right and doeth it not to him, it is sin. You know there are multitudes of people living in sinful existence simply because there's a consciousness in them that makes them feel bad about it. But they're making money. They're pleasing the people. They're doing ungodly things. I hear them come along and say, well, I'm a good Christian. I just caught up in this work, and this is what I do. But you need to separate what I do from who I am. Impossible. Impossible. You can't do that. You can't say on one thing, I'm not very good, and on the other, I accepted Jesus as my Savior. You know what's lacking there? They have never begun to trust the Lord, so they don't really know that Christ lives in them. That's why on several occasions, Paul says, in his teaching, that they must have a revelation that Christ is in them. I don't hear that preached. I hear preachers preaching on the revelation. This needs to be revealed to you. That needs to be revealed to you. No, that's not the way it is at all. The revelation is the Holy Spirit revealing that Christ lives in the believer as the believer's only life to God. Is that straight enough? It's Christ living in us and that's the only life God accepts because that took place at the cross. Your old life died with Christ at the cross. Your new life is Christ in you, your hope of glory. You see, I get excited about this. I raise my voice about this. I don't want to just condemn people all the time, but I've got to speak it straight. 
that if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your life and your Savior, you're still lost in trespasses and sin. And no sweet talking, no kind dealing religion or preacher or book you read can help you. There's only one book that can help you. It's this one. This is the book. Trust it. Trust it. It's simple, but you must obey God and turn to His Word. Glad to talk to you today. Hope the Holy Spirit's moving in your life because that's your hope of eternity. I'll be back again at this same place later. God bless you till then. Bye-bye. We pray that today's message from Warren Litzman has been a blessing to you. It's certainly been a blessing to us as it is every week to bring you new and exciting teaches from the Bible, direct from the Bible, from Warren Litzman. Robbie Litzman, thank you for allowing us to go to the archives each week to bring these wonderful messages to everyone. Valerie Hill, thank you for running our Twitter account. Tammy Laycock, thanks to you for doing our podcast notes every week. And Teresa Ferraro, our great producer, thank you. She's from the Christ Life Fellowship, does a great job. Don't forget to visit our website, christ life life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.